my god, Bria. What's that behind what? you? Bria, turn around. Stop. I swear to God, look at that behind you. Don't. Bria, what is that? Turn around. Oh my God, what is that? It's a waffle maker. What it's are you following at? you. It's the monster from It Follows. The wow. movie that we're going to watch right now. I got to get out. You got it. No, that'll be for a different episode where we get out. <laughs> and this one, we got to follow. Or it is going to follow and we are going to um, be followed <laughs> be followed so come along with us and be followed by the monster from it follows through the movie screen because we're watching it follows the 2014 oh my god indie hit. no stop okay let's let's start this thing okay okay let's just start the movie um so if you couldn't guess we're watching it follows today david robert mitchell's 2014 horror film big indie hit good movie some people love it some people don't love it who we'll doesn't see. love it they're wrong some, some people don't love it we can talk some about stupid that. people some normies well this is indie shit right of course if you're if you hate indie movies you're a normie and don't listen to the podcast just kidding yeah just kidding please listen no you can you can listen to our mainstream podcasts the mainstream feed common mains common nor i don't know common norms common common wait give me a second i um, calm common stupid common dumb yeah that's it calm okay calm dumb stupid you can go listen to calm dumb stupid if you into (laughs) mainstream movies Okay, well, yeah, I love this movie. Um, this is the Tame Impala of movies. It's a mood. Which I still don't know what that means, but by the end of this episode, hopefully I'll figure it out. Yeah, you know the song that's like... You know that song? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'll I'll look it up later. <laughs> but if you sang any more of it, they might sue us. So we got to be careful. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we still you can't have, sing it. We have. I don't know. We haven't gotten sued by Radiohead yet for my full cover of Creep. You can do covers. Episode. You can do covers. Remember in our radio training, they did the What's right. Up cover. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're good. Anyways, we're gonna start. It follows. You can watch it on Tubi, uh, for free. Though, if you do watch on Tubi, it does have ads, so keep that in mind. But, yeah. Anyways, I'm going to start the movie. Are you ready, Bria? We're going to start the movie in three, two, one, play. All right, here we go. I'm seeing the Dimensions Films logo. Lantern Entertainment. That is so weird. I don't know why they're showing two different now logos. Now, I'm seeing radius twc i'm seeing that too so i think it's just that first logo which that's so weird what do you have instead of in that time just black no it's it's dimension films oh mine's which is i think that's like robert rodriguez company no i don't know or it looks like it i don't know i'm not frankly i'm not interested enough to really go into the details to find out uh yeah. what the production company there's a lot of little animations though it's like that episode in family guy which episode in family guy where 
he just watches he's like watching a movie and it's like he keeps thinking the movie's starting and it's just another animation which you know those cinema sins guys i'm sure they love that they love seeing all the logos at the beginning of the movie oh 30 seconds of logos that's a sin what is a sin that an indie movie can't get big budget funding needed money <sighs> you know cinema sins is classist toward low budget filmmakers i'm calling it right now not really Good for you. Take him down. Thank you. So we're starting off a beautiful opening shot of 360 degrees through, um, sorry, on the street where a young woman is running out of the house and she looks very scared. And one thing that I really love about this movie is how it uses the camera to really make it feel like someone is watching her, you know, like you'll notice that the frames are framed like a little bit too wide just to, and it brings attention to the fact that there was a camera pointed at the actors, which in turn makes you think, you know, of someone or something watching the characters. True. Also the weird synthy stuff is already starting. I love it. Right. The music in this is so good. Oh, <gasps> This, I know exactly what you're talking about now. It's like kind of like Psycho. It's you're just so like right. Psycho. It's just like Carl Psycho. and I were talking about this earlier. You're, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's so good. Yeah. Can you um? Can you sing it for the listeners who aren't listening? Yeah. Well, Carl's watching us on mute, so it's like do 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 do. It's like that. Perfect. Okay. So, and uh, I know it may be a little early. For this actually no not yet because i want to still talk about this opening so really this opening this main character we don't totally know who she is i think but we basically just see her in three different positions three different images first see her in the street being chased now here she's sitting on the beach again in a very wide shot kind of accepting her fate and then I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen this, if you're watching this for the first time, but what is about to happen is like the third image and like a nice little trilogy. It tells like a really little story right here and it doesn't really give you any details about what is happening, but you basically know she's getting chased by cool something. Look how that shot is. This is a great like shot. the lights great... of the car. Every shot in this movie is fucking cool. Like this? What the fuck, dude? There we go. Dude. This. Now she's on the beach. Her leg is bent backwards. Nice blue, very serene she looking dead. landscape. But yeah, just like three different images. It tells a little story. It tells you all you need to know. She's, she's being chased bitch. by something. You can't see what yeah. it is. That's all you need to know. I feel think... bad for her. Yeah, it's, I think it's kind of universally accepted that the premise of this film is kind of brilliant, whether you like the movie or not. Yeah. But, no, I, if you don't like this movie, you're wrong. Okay, well, I guess you heard it here first, folks. You can't have any opinions different than what Bria thinks if you want to... It's just, it's objectively good. It's so good. I love it. It's original. It has everything I like in a horror movie. Right off the bat, we have a very striking, disturbing image. Love that. Um, we've got great shots, and we've already got, like, music that is making me want to crawl out of my skin. So, already good. Yes. 
very bold statements coming from Bria. It's objectively good, and you're wrong if you don't like it. And, um... So, yeah, it's... Yeah, the cinematography is great. Uh, it's a very, like, photographic film, you know? It's, you're the right. The shots are very well composed. And I read that She's it was inspired... Yeah. Bad karma. Oh. That's literally why everything happens to her. Is because li- she drowned that ant. Killing bugs is bad karma. I did not notice that happened the last two times I watched this movie, like yesterday. And I noticed. It. I don't. But I don't know why. That's why she does it. That's an interesting well, thing. I think that's where her problems start. Maybe that's the origin of it. I, mean, I don't know. It's a cautionary tale. Why is it? Is the ant's life less valuable than hers? No reason. That's so true, Bria. And I read that the cinematography here is inspired by the photographer Gregory Crudson, who I did not look up who that was or what his photography looks like. But hey, if you like this movie... I kind of want to now. I love everything in this movie. Give him... Yeah. So give him a try. Gregory Crudson, uh, who I guess is related to the Crudes of the animated film, The Crudes, A New Age, (laughs) in in theaters now. The number one... Film with the box office, I believe. I did not see it. No, wait. I, I want to watch cruise. it with you. I want to no, know the second one. You haven't seen the first one either. I have not seen either of the Crude's films. I think I saw the first one when it came out. I didn't. I know Nicolas Cage is in it, but Emma Stone. Yeah. Okay. Um. Normally we don't do this so early, but I think this is important to the film experience. Bria. How much do you think this movie cost to make? What the heck is that? Is that a a phone? Oh, hold up. Let me just talk about this. The clam phone. Why? Why would anybody have this device? The clam phone. I literally want it. No. I miss flip phones. I miss being able to open and close my phone physically. But the design of that clam phone a square screen inside of a circular encasement and it's two a screen at the top of the bottom like a Nintendo DS except if it's just two circles it's be too small to read anything the text is too small and it's broken up you can only see a couple words on it it's so small well why does she even have that why did they like add that into this movie i don't get it well, why didn't they just give her a normal phone here's another thing it's this is like really Okay, well, here's a question. What year is this movie set in? I would have said it, like, early 2000s if it weren't for that phone. Well, that's the thing. You really don't know because look at that TV that she has in her room. It's old-ass TV. There are old-ass cars. But she has this 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 clam phone which doesn't even exist but it's like a touchscreen phone and it's all these different kind of technologies and so it's in an ambiguous time period yeah that's kind of cool so you can't really tell what year it's set in and i think it's kind of an... it also doesn't really matter <laughs> right the plot could happen anywhere at any time right and it just adds another creepy little little layer yeah, there's nothing it. familiar about it. Yeah. Or very familiar. Yes. But anyways, Bria, no more stalling. Uh, How much money did it cost to make this film It Follows? She's a visco girl with those puka shells. Um, Don't try to change the subject. You're not getting out <laughs> of this. This is important. 
How much? Okay, it's independent movie. So. Oh, no. My computer's already glitching. I'm not trying to stall. Give me a sec. Uh-oh. That's okay. Okay, Bria's computer is glitching right now. I think she's just trying to get out of the question. But trust me, dear listeners, it's going to be worth it when we find out. Um, right now, Bria, I am at 9 minutes and 18 seconds. 19 seconds, 20 seconds. And they're playing the trade game in line at the movie theater. Um, Jay, who's the main character, and this man, whose name I forget, but she's on a date with him. And they're in line for a movie and talking about, um, okay, yeah, we are, right now we're at 9 minutes and 40 seconds, 41 seconds, 42 seconds. And they're, they want to point out who in the crowd they would want to trade places with, which seems like a fun game, honestly. I've never done it before, but um, I think I think we should play it sometime, Bria, the next time we're out really? in public. Yeah, this is me and Carl going to see a weird movie in the like top corner of the Times Square movie theater. Exactly. Best movie theater of all time, the Times yeah. Square AMC. But the one where they show all the weird movies up in the corner. Yes. We have to go up like yes. 10 escalators. And there's, there's the one escalator just in the middle of the floor with nothing around it. It's like a beam into the sky. Yeah. Love it. This movie theater looks a lot like the Oriental movie theater in Milwaukee, which is where I go to. Um, not now, but um, in the past where I would go see movies. Very cool theater. Also, one thing I noticed on this last watch, I probably noticed it before, but you may have missed this because of your computer glitching out, Bria. But in the trade game, he said that he wants to trade places with the little kid in the theater because he said that that kid has his whole life ahead of him. Which is implying foreshadowing some things happen later where he may not necessarily have his whole life ahead of him. And right now they're playing the trade game again, and he's like, "Oh, I would would you trade with the girl in the yellow dress?" And he points, and there's nobody there. Which is that's exactly why they were playing the trade game. So, no spoilers, but so he could have an excuse to be looking around him. Oh my god! I literally never even thought of that. I just realized that. That's why. Wait, and that's why did... he was asking because did someone knock on my door? I don't know. Oh, no, it was the music. Is there a secret <laughs> podcast guest? It was the music. Gabriel Byrne coming back for another appearance on the pod. Yeah, come on back. Wow, I literally never even thought of that, that that's why he was playing the game so he could look around at all the people. Yeah, and that's why he was asking her, like, mm. Be- mm. to look so he could tell. Wait. <laughs> Sorry, look at this. Wait. This is my favorite shot in the whole movie. They're sitting at the diner. But the frame is off-centered. They're, like, awkwardly at the side of the frame. And the middle of the frame is just nothing out the window. And I mean, rack focus now. But rack focus to nothing. So you know, like, something's there. The thing with the girl the yellow dress who wasn't there. And this shot, which is kind of reminiscent of a shot in Goodfellas, Martin Scorsese. But there's just nothing there. But you know that something's there. But it doesn't explicitly yeah. say that something's there. But you just know that there's something there. That slushy looks good. And it's very scary. And it proves what we've said before in the past. It does not take more money to make things scarier. It doesn't. I think it takes less. Because there's like no special effects. Well, that dead girl, but. Exactly. Well, that looked good, though. 
You're looking at empty doorways. You're looking at nothing, you know? That's scarier. We didn't even need to see. I don't need to see what he's looking at. Like, the point is, there's. he asked if she saw a girl in a yellow dress. And she. He says that she doesn't. That's creepy. Like, and look at, undoubtedly. If you look at that shot that we were just watching, we're tra- this shot here, they're tracking with the two girls. But it's just a little too wide. It's wider than you would normally get at a shot like this. You're seeing their whole bodies in space above and below them. It just draws attention to the camera and the fact that they're being watched. Which is... It just makes it all the scarier. It's the little things that compound in your brain to give this eerie feeling. And now, I forgot what I was going to say before. What were we talking about? Bria. I don't know. This movie is like already, I like it. Like, I liked it the first two times I saw it, but I'm, like, in love with this movie now. Right. And what I was going to say, the thing about how it takes these low-budget techniques to make the movie scarier is what makes it great here, but it's kind of the detriment of it later in the film where it uses a little bit more special effects and does not work as well. I don't remember exactly, but I'm sure I'll know when we get there. Well, we'll find out. We're going to get there. Now, Bria... Enough is enough. Please, for the love of God, tell me how much to. did it cost to make it follows. Um, uh, I don't know, like four million. Pretty close. One point three million dollars. Oh damn! I was gonna say that. I was gonna say one. You were gonna say one point three. You were. Gonna I was gonna say, say five hundred thousand. Then I was gonna say one million, and then I said four. Right. Honestly, I was kind of hoping that you would guess too high because it kind of proves the point. Because what the movie does so well does not take a lot of money, but it adds so much to the experience that it makes you feel like you're watching something that's very well put together and makes you think that it would have cost more money than it actually does. Because this looks like, I don't know, if I were to guess... The first time, I would have guessed that this was like a $5 million movie. Yeah. But then if you really think about what what really they're getting for free with their imaginations. Yeah, true. It's, uh, it's pretty brilliant. Do you know um, how much money it made worldwide from its $1.3 million budget? Um... Well, you said it made 400000 on average in every theater, right? Forty forty thousand sorry, that's what a I per theater average of forty thousand dollars per theater. In its in its limited opening, not for okay. its whole theatrical run. So like fifteen million, twenty million. Twenty one million dollars. <gasps> Boom. You got it. Hell yeah, beat. So for its budget, a big hit. And also another thing that's happening in the movie right now, so Jay and the guy... Do you remember this guy's name? No. Okay. Jay loser and this, Dickwad. Jay and Loser Dickwad um, were having sex in the car. And that was that's like the poster of the movie, the shot of them in the car. And I think, honestly, not such a good poster. I think, really? I think it is. Maybe not. Maybe you're right. Maybe not. It's like, what is it telling you about the movie? That there are kids that have sex in a car? That's, That's not what movie. the movie is about. Also, have you seen that things? Apparently, they ripped that off of, like, another shot or poster or something like that. Well, they should have ripped off something better. Because I think the poster should have been something using, like, 
negative space or like a blank space you know like those shots and it's like yeah you're right it captures the vibe though the the poster i feel like i guess but something just kind of imply that there's something there that's invisible shit bro this do be my worst fear yeah this is kind of gnarly he is um suffoc well not suffocating he's chloroforming, chloroforming her, her with a with like a washcloth um that's kind of tough to watch but this is interesting where do you buy chloroform i have i have no idea i've never i've never used chloroform before i don't know if i don't know did you get out of like amazon or something that's what i'm wondering i'm just like i would never know if i needed it for shit like that i don't know i don't know what else if you needed it to kidnap somebody yeah that's what they use it for i don't know that's the only reason i know like but what do where did he get that you know i i have no idea love her bra in this scene i will say that i always think that you love what her bra in this scene she looks so yeah it's pretty good looking it's cute it's nice, like, the pink underwear versus, like, the decrepit parking lot that she's in right now. Also, if you're not watching, she is tied to a wheelchair in her it's underwear. sad. She wore her cute undies for this guy, and he tied her to a chair and chloroformed her and was going to do some bad shit to her. But, like, I also like how she's not completely sexed out. You know, she's kind of naked a lot in this movie. They could have made her, like huge boobs mm. sexy and like she's sexy but like in like a no- she's like normal you know yeah there's a she's really pretty but i just think she's like it just sinks in that like this could happen to anyone like it makes me feel like this could happen to me yeah there's a lot of people naked in this movie i just realized that i did not have the subtitles on yet so i could never hear what they were saying oh really but that that honestly a that's a testament to the great cinematography here where like i didn't even need to hear it or listen to it at all to get what's going on in the movie i mean granted i watched this like yesterday but still visually they tell the story visually not just through the dialogue except in this scene where he's verbally explaining what's happening but this you have to like otherwise right. you'll just never understand like the first time i watched this movie i came in because i was telling carl i was at a hotel with my friends and i wanted to take a shower after we went to the pool nobody else did so they started this so i came back out for my shower like after this part <laughs> no it's fine but i missed this whole explanation so and it was really hard for my friends to explain it to me after the movie had started like after we passed this point so I do think a verbal is necessary here. Yeah, I was reading an interview with David uh, David Robert Mitchell where he said that when people would ask him what the movie is about, like when he was writing it, he like wouldn't tell them because he said that it just sounded so stupid if you just said what it was about. It's so Which, good though. I don't know if I, I don't know. Maybe at the time, it's easy to say that that's not true now that I've seen the movie and it's a good movie. But, you know, who knows? That's so scary. Imagine being tied up. I see it. <laughs> yeah. And then this shot here where it's like the camera's like on the wheelchair. Normally, I don't really like those shots where the car or the camera's like on the character and it's like moving. But here, I don't know. Here it works better. Fuck this shit. And there is a now a nude woman walking slowly in the dark towards them. And so... If you haven't guessed by now, if you don't know what the movie is about, um, this creature follows you 
very slowly. It just walks up to you, and it can take the shape of different people. And if it catches you, it'll kill you. But you can pass it on to someone by having sex with them. And then it'll follow that person. So he just passed it on to her because he had it, and then they had sex. Now she's being followed. But why did he... Why does he have... I never understand why he has her tied up if... He's saying, yeah, if she dies, it goes back to him. I think, really, that's the only way that he could... He said, just so you know, it's real. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, she wouldn't believe him and she... Because, could... uh, yeah, otherwise, she would not be hanging around for this, sticking around to see what happens with this nude woman walking towards her. But now her. he has to save her. He's dead, too. Right. And that, yeah, so when, when it kills one person, it then goes after the next person in the like chain. Like the last person who it was on before they passed it. Yeah. I think that, um, I think this is actually a prequel to Nomadland, the new Francis McDormand film that comes out. That's my theory, that in that film, Francis McDormand is a nomad because she's being followed by the It Follows monster. So she has to live in the van and keep moving around across the country. Ah. So they did get the, uh, they got the sequel after all. And, yeah, that scene is really good, because that's another scene that's very scary, but anyone could just shoot that. You know, you don't need a lot of money for that. It's just shooting a person walking from, like, a high angle, and the person walking slowly. You just gotta have, uh, creativity and imagination. And... Yeah, and it's a uh, pretty obvious um, analogs to, like, STDs and fears of getting STDs. Yeah, that's true. So I think it's an interesting, interesting way for that. Because it's also playing on tropes of, like, teen horror movies from, like, yeah. the 80s and stuff. But really... a than about things that like also that's teens are really actually like scared of you know like a teen isn't thinking like oh yeah freddy krueger is going to come kill me when you reach this age like you accept a new fear into your life which is like getting an std from somebody or getting pregnant like that's scary like worrying about that exactly yeah and i was i watched this um with the audio commentary which is from like different critics talking about it and they were talking about how, um, wait, let me look at my notes here. Um, Scott Weinberg, who's a film critic, was talking about that these characters have an unconscious primal urge to stay young. And he describes having sex as like the first adult action that you really take. So they're infecting each other with this adulthood and they're desperately trying to avoid the inevitability of the monster coming towards them, but also it's like the inevitability of growing up and becoming an adult and time passing. This is so good. Just that whole concept. Which I thought that was a very insightful, very interesting kind of take on it. And also um, a lot of the other critics there, they were talking about like how scared they are how, like, scared they were of sex. I'm like, yeah, I could have guessed that you were scared of sex, editor-in-chief of, like, BigFatMovieNews.com or whatever. I can't imagine (laughs) what it was like for you as a teenager. (laughs) With all due respect to um, all film critics. 
this may be a good time to discuss um, my perfect theory of how to beat the It Follows creature. I don't remember if if you remember me telling you this. I remember I thought of it and I immediately texted it to you. I was like, I know how to beat the It Follows creature. Oh, wait, this was a long time ago, wasn't it? It was a long time ago. I remember this now. Wait, what? How was it? You have sex with a rabbit. For two reasons. They have sex with it's perfect. sex a lot. Yeah, because A... This podcast does not condone bestiality. No, but if you have that to... That being said... If you have to <laughs> get away from the... It, oh, flip, flip, flip. My recorder what? died. Shit, okay. Which, okay, but it's fine. I'm still recording on my phone, though. Oh, so it's really? okay. Okay. Yeah. So you probably heard a little dip in the audio quality there, folks, because I had to change from my phone... Uh, the microphone to my phone but you know here we are we're still recording anyways have sex with a rabbit so anyways you have sex with a rabbit because a they have sex with a lot of other rabbits that's like the stereotype um i don't know if it's true but i like to believe it's true but also they're very fast you can easily get away so you've got a whole army a whole long chain of rabbits and the if follows creature, it's going to have a very hard time even catching one catching rabbit. Catching a rabbit. Yeah, you're so right. So that's... Oh, this is me every day looking at my stomach. Oh, she's thinking about her parts. She's yeah. wondering. She's like, did I... Oh, my God. Yeah, this is a good scene. She's like Dude. looking at herself in yeah. her underwear um, in front of the mirror. a few times. <laughs> And then a ball just hit the window. A little jump scare there for you. That's so strange that my... That the batteries died. That usually doesn't happen. It usually makes it through the whole movie. They were fully charged, I think. Yep. Oh, well. But anyways, if the rabbit thing doesn't work... I don't know if it would work if you have sex with an animal. But if not, just, like, go to some big, like, orgy or something and try to find whoever would have the sex with the most people. Have the sex. Have sex with the most people there. Facts. You're right. Go Wait, to, like, a but... swingers club or something, you know? Yeah, you're right. That's a good idea. Damn, Thank you. I would, I would know who to have sex with if this ever happened to me. I would know the people who would who would pass it on the next day. No, hey, this is a sex positive podcast. You gotta you gotta think about these things, you know. You gotta know where you're at. Okay, so right now she's in class. Um, she's been listening to a poem, the love song of J. Alfred Proofrock, I believe is what it's called. I studied this poem in school in a class I took about melancholy, but I don't remember anything about it. Why Why do you want to take a me- class about melancholy, just the emotion of melancholy? It was about, um, it was called Multimedia Manifestations of Melancholy. So it was like melancholy yeah. being portrayed in like film and literature and poems and stuff. And, you so know. So is it melancholy? Oh my God. Melancholy, melancholy, the like melancholy. When you have a whole <laughs> the melancholy, <laughs> isn't it like happy, sad, like sad, but like like thinking about the past. 
Yeah, kind of. It's kind of like a tinge, tinge of sadness. Here's the thing. In that class, we never really totally defined what melancholy is. It's something you just kind of feel. Because I'm still confused. I feel like someone told... Damn. Oh, yeah. Damn, so the there's, brace. there's an old-ass woman walking towards... Um, walking through the courtyard of this school going for it but here's here's my question about this if she stayed there in that classroom would the monster still keep going just like a straight line like would it try to go through like the wall break through the window to get to her because right now i don't know she looks like someone like a disney person like hillary duff kind of a little bit i don't really know what else she's in but see now the old lady who is the monster is like going through the hallways through the corridors which makes it suggest that she's not just going in a totally straight line. So why was she just walking toward the window like that? I don't know. This is also great. When Okay, so she just turned to the monster lady and she was like, hello? But um, the other people in the hallway who can't see the old lady, they were like, oh, hello? Like, she's weird. <laughs> like, hi. Which, <laughs> that's another thing. It's a very, like, interesting shot, you know? And you don't need any, like, special effects or anything to know that they can't see this woman they just can't see her it's micah monroe what else is she in like (coughs) i've seen her somewhere else i i think i looked her up before i can't remember movies what it was that she was in i don't know but anyways so now she's going to get some ice cream this is probably kind of a good time to start off our favorite segment here on common scaries the trivia game no but today i like how you hate all of the segments we have on the show i know fuck them okay i just am bad at trivia no no i think i'm good at trivia in real life but not on this podcast yeah i think you might do well here okay wait but uh in this scene now she is in um an ice cream shop where her sister works looks like she's talked to her sister and paul who's one of my favorite characters in the film i like paul too he's just kind of the nebbish little guy i kind of relate to paul he reminds me of evan hansen in a way totally but fuck ben platt but what i don't know why but fuck ben platt why i don't know you just don't like ben platt yeah just weird vibes i feel like people don't like him i don't know i like him (laughs) i like him in pitch perfect but i don't like him as evan hansen i don't know why i think he's good in it but it's just annoying i kind of want to like kick him and i'm supposed to feel bad for him it's hard Okay, well, I don't know. I think that maybe they should. They probably should have gotten someone different for the movie, because I don't know if he on. He's doing screen, it in the movie too. He's doing the movie. I don't know Ew, if he on screen. No. I don't think he could pull off like a seventeen-year-old on screen on stage when you're like, you know, stage actors. I don't care away. if you're not in high school. Like it doesn't really matter from stage. Like if you're not a high schooler like you probably can't tell but like stop having really old adults play high schoolers i hate it there's so many like young actors and like 
I hated being in high school and being and once I got to high school I realized okay nobody looks like how they do in high school movies because they're played by adults nobody looks that good in high school like you haven't peaked yet you know yeah adults or sorry high schoolers just look like little kids really yeah and we gotta we gotta have littler people playing high schoolers in movies like he's believable that's okay i think yeah he's although wait no they're in in college oh they are yeah oh i don't know why so even for some reason it does it does you're talking about evan hansen not this movie it has like a high school vibe here but yeah they look very much like the ages they are i don't know if the actors are the same age but would not be would not be surprised yeah just like don't like I, i guess i don't know just like hire people closer to high school age just do it I agree. Get new people's and, names out there, too. Yeah, and I get that there's, um, you know, economic incentives for that for people who would want to go see a movie with a movie star who are usually older. But, you know, you got to do what's best for the movie, I guess. Okay, Bria, trivia game. Love her hair in this movie. I love those bangs. Yeah, what's She's up? got good hair. First question. What film, or, Wow okay it follows I'm gonna, <laughs> what film are we watching right now <laughs> it follows i win okay you win the game no okay this film was shot in what state oh god i don't know i feel like ohio close michigan okay for the tax it looks, advantages yeah. in detroit in and around detroit i think it says in the credits Question number two. The theater featured in the beginning of the film is the Redford Theater in Detroit, Michigan. What low-budget cult classic horror film had its world premiere there? Rocky Horror Picture Show. No. Good guess. The Evil Dead. Oh. Now that I think about it, I don't don't know how you would know any of these things, but... I don't know how I would know any of them ever. It's always... That's why I'm bad at this. It's because it's not trivia. It's a guessing game. I'm good at trivia because it's, like, stuff that I would actually maybe know in real life. And I remember things once I know them. But, like, I'm not good at guessing. I'm horrible at it. Okay, well, this one, I'll give you a hint for. Actually, well, let me... I just got to connect to my, like, intuition. Right. To your oh, psychicness. Got to get that working. Wait, so, um... Okay, we haven't gotten to this part yet. But there is, in the film... There's a dilapidated house, which comes later. And it features an architectural style that allows for circular traffic patterns throughout the house, allowing for many exits in case of an encounter with the entity. What is this style of architecture called? And I'll give you a hint. It's like open? It's No, it's two words. The two words are a country and a sport. Blank, blank. Wait, give me a sec to think about this one. Can you spitball for a minute? Yeah. I need a minute. Okay. Okay, a country and a sport. Because that's the thing. I need time. Okay. You like, can... my professor... Yeah. Sorry. My professor that I have now is timing her quizzes, and I think it's so stupid. I need time. So give me a sec. Okay. While you think about it, I'm going to talk about this scene here, which is Jay and Paul. They're talking to each other about when they're in the past and they found some like porno magazines on a on a like somewhere and they're reading them on the lawn they got in trouble which you know that kind of plays back into the themes of like sexual coming of age in the film but really 
kind of a boring scene um, until now where a window now yeah i love this part this is really good a window broke and he's like oh i'll go check it out but the thing is if it's you know we assuming it's that monster he can't see it because only jay can see the only the person who it's following can see it so now we're just looking at empty space another example empty space but maybe it's there maybe it's not so it's scary so once the window breaks it turns into a really good scene but you kind of need that moment of moment of rest you know and he gets a little get to know a little bit more about jay and paul and their relationship so hey you gotta you gotta look at the movie as a whole and as a whole the scene contributes stuff that's why i don't really i don't really have favorite mo- or excuse me spanish hockey <laughs> i don't know spanish hockey no it is not spanish hockey what is it i don't know it is American Foursquare. Fuck. Okay, I would not fuck that. Foursquare is not. I don't think you can call that a sport. That's definitely, it's definitely, like of game. course, yeah. It's a game. Football is a game. Of course, it's a sport. No. It's a physical. It's okay, a physical okay, game. Okay. You know. Also, are there leagues? Are there? First- yes. Oh, yes. Me. And oh, Greg and Kyle okay. were going to start a Foursquare League because we were playing Foursquare a lot. Be- I love this part. There's so much women peeing their pants in this movie, and I, I think it's pretty cool. Yes. Okay, so we're seeing the monster now. It is a, a very partially dressed woman peeing herself, walking slowly towards her. And there's a lot of shots here in slow motion. I think the slow motion kind of overdoes it. Not really a big fan. It's run. I think it would be a better reveal if she just like turned the corner and it was just there, you know? No slow motion, not anything to really punctuate it if you just saw it. I think that would be much scarier. Yeah, maybe. But, you know. Fuck, I hate this is like this this is the scariest part in the whole movie. This is I think coming up. We are coming up to Makes me scream. Oh my god, I'm freaking out. I hate this part. We are coming up to probably the most iconic moment in this film a film that i love bria i have a question for you you're jay okay this is happening to you what do you do there's someone in your house that only you can see i don't open the fucking door i not even for your friends not for anything no there i i would know this is real by this point and i would fucking convince my friends that it's real this is like what were we talking about the other day happy death day it's like the same thing i would do then i would fucking like tell people who i was really close with who knew i wouldn't who know i wouldn't lie about that okay i don't know what i would do i think i would have to wait till it happens and cross that bridge and i come to it but she let paul in and she's kind of freaking out her friends are wondering what's happening and we are coming up it's if if you've seen this movie you may i don't know you probably know what's coming she's such a good actress that's exactly how i would be acting i would just be panicking yeah she's great she oh she looks like somebody you're right i don't know maybe she's because i watched this two times in the past two days but um yeah great acting here great suspense someone's knocking on the door is it the monster we don't know but this is how you build a great scary moment 
because you're expecting Dude, this has been going on for minutes like this has been so long because you're yeah and now you're expecting that behind the door is going to be the monster because we don't really know if there are other characters in the house expecting a big scare is going to be coming they say oh it's yara and there it is it's just yara i guess everything's fine fuck this I hate Boom. this part. But then a big ass guy, just a huge man. He's so man. tall. That part is crazy to me because that man is scary alone. He's the tallest person I've seen in my entire life. He's ducking like it's, against the ceiling. I love that. Just a huge guy. And he like he doesn't look scary. His facial expression is just kind of like, hey, what's up, He's guys? So tall. He's just walking in there. And the music that comes in and the way that he comes out of the shadow. I would scream. Very scary. But a great a great horror moment. That's probably the best part of the movie, honestly. Yeah, I agree. But we'll have to see. Love that part. Maybe something will beat it. Alright, next trivia question. We got four more. So, David Robert Mitchell cited the works of what two directors on his style of filmmaking in this film? I'll give you a hint. They're both famous horror directors, and one of them, we have talked about one of his movies, and the other one, I'm sure we will at some point in the future. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know a lot of directors by name, except for, like, Ari Aster... Um. Yeah, I don't know. Just tell me. I don't think I'm gonna get this one. Should I tell you their movies? Yeah. The directors of Night of the Living Dead and Halloween, respectively. Okay, so George Romero and um. I'll give you a hint. He's kind oh. of like Jesus in a way. He's like Jesus. He, oh. Um, did he play Jesus? I don't know. No. Just tell me. John Carpenter. Because oh. he was a. That was an obscure. Jesus clip. is like, <laughs> Jesus was a carpenter. I don't know. I thought his name was going to be Jesus or something. No. no. I wish. Um, yeah. Okay, so now Jay is hanging out at a... She, here, this is significant. She has seeked respite at this playground, a children's playground. She's trying to hold on to her childhood against the inevitability mm -hmm. of growing up. She seeks yeah. refuge at this children's play place. But she can't stay there for long because it's coming, whether you like it or not. And now Greg is kind of the MVP. Now we meet Greg. I'm not a fan of Greg. I don't like Greg. Really? I thought he helps her in a way. Yeah, he doesn't really know that he's helping her. I don't want to, no spoilers. I thought he did. But no, I think he's just trying. I thought that to, was the point. I think he's really? just trying. I thought to, that was why. I don't think Greg believes what's happening. You know, he's just kind of a he's kind of a sucker. He's like the cool guy though. You know, that guy. There's always one of them. Are you leaving? Oh, what? What? 
I'm just making fun of her. Yeah, okay. Well, let's see. What's going to happen next? Is something exciting going to happen now? So, now, they are, go- are they going to go look for the guy now? Is that what's happening? For who? Oh, I don't know. The guy who passed it on to Jay. I think that's what's happening. Now they're going through old Detroit. You've seen this like three times in the past two days. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what's happening. They're driving in the car. They're going to the like the bad part of town with all these rusty old buildings and graffiti everywhere oh. and busted windows. And they're traveling. Um... I'm trying to think, what's that like a metaphor for the fact that uh, they're going to the wrong side of town? I don't know. But yeah, we're just getting a lot of shots and a lot of looking out of windows. But it's still interesting because we've got very good music under it. Bria, how does this mu- how's this music going? Do 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 yes like that there you go folks but you're also your wait now they're at this they're at the spanish hockey they're at the spanish hockey house and if you uh notice it does have uh architecture for wait is this 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 is the house right yeah it's gotta be what were you gonna tell me what you think my what you're saying bria i think you're um i don't even remember like, there, you sounded like you were going to say there's something wrong with, like, the audio or the video, though. I think I was going to say you might be holding your mic too far away from your face. Really? Yeah. It looks okay on here. Okay. It's probably fine, then. I mean, it always looks okay, but then I have to... Wait, you cut out. What did you say? Oh, no. I have some issues. What? Are first you, episode. Are you having episode, issues? Carl says, poor connection. All right. That's, I don't know if that's me or you. Carl, cannot hear you. Okay, are you back? What? No, it's, yeah, I don't know. Can you know. hear me? I'm called. Can you hear me? Now I can. Yeah. Okay. It's probably fine now. We're back. So now they're in the uh, Spanish hockey house or the American mm-hmm. Foursquare house, whichever way you like to say it. Um, and they just broke the bathroom. In kind of a scary nice going. way. The mirror, the wall busted open. Now, yeah, we're getting into a little little lull here. Yeah, this part's not my fave. But I think it's going to pick up soon. It's going to pick up. He's found. Uh, Paul's investigating the bedroom. And I'm not... I don't really agree with Paul's decision-making in this scene um something is about to do i think he really should not do here's greg creepy greg ogling yara's legs that just shows the kind of guy he is what he's after and now okay so here paul should not be touching these um porno magazines which have um presumably cummy tissues all over them i don't know why he's picking this up and looking at it me either. Whose is it? Whose house is this? Um, the guy. The the guy that uh 
Jay went out with and who had the it. Oh, did he just ditch then? Yeah, I think he just ditched out. Because also in this house, there's like bottles hanging on the windows and stuff. So he would be able to hear if the monster was coming in. And so now this is significant. He's found, Paul has found a, like a school photo of the guy in the magazine, which is important to the plot. But I don't understand why him as the character or as a person would be looking through these magazines. Magazine. It doesn't make sense that he would look in this magazine. That's, I wouldn't, yeah. you don't want to touch that. So now they know that this guy went to Lawson High School and they're going to try to find out his real name which we'll see so i guess we didn't know his name right or maybe he said a name but it wasn't his real name yeah it wasn't his real name they said okay i don't um she said that he gave her a fake name and so when the, when she told the police his name they're like that's not a real person right okay well i don't know his real name i love this music where it goes beep bop boop bop beep it's going i'm sorry what it's going Oh, like in that episode of Spongebob where Mr. Krabs is like, <laughs> Can you play you that song that goes that song beep bop boop boop? Wait, do you know the remix though? No. Play that song that goes beep bop boop boop bop beep bop boop. They're like, people are making like TikTok That's funny. remixes of That's it. That's funny. It's so good. I saw the best video today. I'll send it That's to you. That's a great song. Thank you. Speaking of TikTok, Carl went viral. Oh, oh, please. It was nothing. Yeah. It was don't You're even worry to a about TikTok it. star, you guys. Yeah, so it's got like two hundred thousand likes. Well, on views, views, views. Like yeah, like sixty thousand likes right now. But yeah. you know what is it? I do have to no announce though that that does mean I'm quitting the podcast because I'm too famous for it. Frankly, ah, uh, we understand. Got to pursue other avenues. It's just bringing me down, you know. But. So I think the TikTok likes, that's that's the future of my career, I think. And it's already happening. So, yeah. Okay, and then we just got um, another beautiful 360-degree shot ending with a slow zoom in to, a, to them looking at the yearbook of the high school. You can't go wrong with a good zoom in. I think that's one of my favorite kinds of shots, a nice slow zoom it's like um yeah not melancholic what's the word Mel- not melodic me like a like a metronome i don't know what word i'm thinking of methodical method i don't know but metronomical i don't know it's it gives you that feeling stanley kubrick does that a lot that's one of my favorite things just a nice slow zoom and again it doesn't cost more money to do a slow zoom although you may have to get like a yep. um like a what an electric like focus thing but that's what like two hundred dollars and a movie production like this you can get that his name my name is jeff <laughs> his name is jeff finally they got jeff my name is jeff is jeff home He's there. They're going to go talk to him. Yeah. And I think that's interesting because usually, um, usually when some, at least they're getting advice, usually in a movie, when someone's like, oh, is so-and-so home? They're never home. In the movies, if you're asking if someone's home, they're never yeah. home. It's never like this where it's like, oh yeah, come on in. He's home. 
Which, yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Now, the talking to Jeff. I've never seen that movie, 22 Jump Street, where that's from. I've never seen you, that. You gave them all sodas. That's so funny. Because they're like children. They're trying to hold on to their childhood. They're drinking sugary sodas like little children. Yeah. Okay, this guy that plays Jeff, I don't know. I don't know if I think he's super good. I would never sleep with him. Well, I'm just talking about his that's performance. That's awful. Why did I say that? I don't that? know. That's very mean. You should apologize to him. It was This mean. is a I'm great sorry, shot Jeff. here. She's. I love that. I love that she's doing that. She's putting blades of grass across her leg, and it looks like like self-harm scars. And it's like it's not really – it. nobody else really even notices she's doing it. We get a little close-up of it, and it's just kind of evocative of the kind of person she is. Uh-oh, here comes someone walking towards them. Do you guys look, look right there? My name is Jeff. Do you say my name is Jeff? That's what he just said in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, this would suck. What? Having to never. This happening. Never know if you're about to get killed. That's true. Another thing about yeah. adulthood, you might die at any time. You never know. That, um. That runner girl walking, or a soccer player, that reminds me of a time in high school where there was a guy who would always jog through our parking lot. And usually when I would tell the story, I would physically model how he would jog, but I can't really do that on a podcast. But we would put his arms out like a T, like T Rex arms, and he would wear Crocs. Wait, no, he wasn't Crocs. He'd wear flip flops and just kind of jog. Oh, God, to run in? The what? Wait. Oh, Carl, you cut out. Sorry. He Carl? would wear... Yeah, I'm here. Carl. Carl. I don't know if Bria can Carl. hear me. But Carl. this guy... That kills Bria, people. Bria, I'm trying to tell this story. Can you hear me now? It cut out. Okay. Yes. Okay, now. Okay, so this guy would jog through the parking lot like a T-Rex, and it was so weird, and I would always, like see him through the window and try to tell my friends about him like there's this guy who just jogs through the parking lot it's so weird and one day it was like in spring it was a really nice day so we were in english class and so we got to have class outside and in the middle of class the guy jogged past and i just got so excited that he was finally there and everyone could see him that like without even thinking about it i just like pointed at him and i was like that's him that's the guy Which I don't know. So, so I'd like to make a pub- this is cool. make a public apology to the guy that jogs through the through the parking lot of Brookfield Academy in flip flops. Uh, I didn't mean to to uh, diss you like that or take you out like that. Why in flip flops? A lot of respect. No, for that. I mean to diss you. You're a freak. Got some running shoes. I don't know. I'm not going to say he's a creep just because of his shoes. Okay, look at this right here. Look what just happens. So this always happens in movies where someone's cooking and someone walks past and takes a piece of whatever they're cooking. That doesn't, I don't even understand it. Well, it's not, they're still cooking it. It's not even done. Why would you even (laughs) want to eat that? It's probably raw. Because if it's like bacon, you would want to. Taking it like out of the pan. They're still working on it. Leave them be. They're trying to cook. I'm sorry, am I yelling too loud for you? 
No, uh, my ear, my AirPod is just hurting. I don't know why. Okay. I thought I thought that was from my voice that you were doing this. No, it's it hurts. Okay, so now we're coming up on the scene that is a big turning point in the film. Second favorite scene. My second this, favorite scene. Oh, uh, uh-uh. uh. The, the like shack part. This. I think this is not a very good scene. This is where it kind of turns. Really? From, I like this part. Like using very cool, like an original kind of cinematic language and all this stuff. And this is where it kind of gets more into using a little bit more of the visual effects, which on such a low budget doesn't always look so good. And it kind of also plays it fast and loose with the rules of the entity and Quentin Tarantino who I often disagree with in what he says publicly but he said about this movie that he said it's such a great concept that you get kind of angry at it that it's not like a masterpiece like a great movie and there are little things that happens and some bigger things like the scene that's going to come up that are not so good that it doesn't totally commit to what it's doing and it just could have it could have been more overall i still think it's a really good movie but just this scene no no thank you really but you know there's still good things to come don't worry stick around and okay stick around folks specifically something that's gonna happen here so we're looking at... I love this part. So we're looking at... This part's crazy. Or what are you... I know what you're talking about now. You don't like this part? No. It to, It just goes oh, against it. what the Freaks entity seems to be. Okay, so we're seeing Jay sitting in a chair on the beach. And in the background, there's a woman walking slowly towards her. We're going to infer is the entity. Because that's how the entity walks. But everyone else is faced the other way, and no one else could see it, and Jay can't see it because her back is to it. And it's walking slowly. This is good. This is suspenseful. Because we know she can't see it, and neither can anyone else, but it's coming. We know it's coming. But in the shot, we can see it. You know? But it's about to cut back, and we can't see it. Which I don't understand this shot. Her hair's going up. There's nothing there. But, and you could argue that that shot is from Kelly's point of view. And we're seeing what she's seeing. Because yeah. we, see we see her reaction to it. But then. That's what I thought. But it's th- from the same angle as the other shots where we do see the You're monster. Right. It should have been more I think of a it would have been better. I think it would have been better even if we could still see her and she lift her hair up. Because then everybody else, we know that. It just looks like invisible hair floating to them. Yes. So I say either that. So I agree with or that. Or if you're not going to see it, a POV shot from Kelly. So you know this is Kelly's POV. It just seemed kind of awkward. Also. I, I agree with you then. But I do like that concept. Like it grabbing her hair is scary. Yeah, I like that. And this is good too. She's shooting at it. But Greg is like in the back there. And he's like, oh my God. Like, wow, I'm going to get shot. Okay. And she just shot it the monster and gets right back up and what is about to hear is probably my least favorite thing in the movie i think this is scary they've locked the door 
and I don't I I don't want to say what happens before it happens. But oh, big oh. ass man is back. We got a glimpse of the big guy, my favorite character. But right now, okay, uh, Bria's computer is glitching. But right there, the door. There's like something busted a big hole through the door and like exploded out from the door. And it shows way more like force and energy than this entity has shown for like the whole movie. Like I can't imagine the it monster doing some kind of action what are you at? to enact that force against the door. I am at... 101 14 15 16 17 and we're moving towards the door and we're about to see what i'm presuming is bria's favorite character a uh where are you at now uh tell me when you get to 29 we are at 29 30 31 and we see the rat boy bria do you want to date this rat boy boy wait i need to look at him more okay i think does he come back no i don't think he comes back i think that was it but I'm just going to guess. I saw him for a sec. We're just gonna, I, I was, like, focusing on sinking it, so. That's okay. We're just going to have to assume that um, you're going to date the rat boy. I, like I think rat boys. Also, I think now is a good time to uh, present a new segment for the show that I've thought up. One that I think Bria will actually like and want to engage with. What is it? It's called... Who in the movie would you most want to date? Wait, I love this game. Um, well, I think Jay. She's really, like, she seems, like, good-hearted. She's really bummed out about having to give this thing to someone else. You know, she's very hesitant. She doesn't know what she's going to do yet. Um, but she's kind of stupid, what she did just there. She doesn't do well under pressure. Right, she was driving, and nothing really happened, but she turned into a cornfield. Not such a good driver. No, bad driver, but that's okay. I can drive us around. I would. Who would you date? I would say, I thought about it. I think I would date Kelly, Jay's sister, because she, like Jay, seems cool, seems like a cool person, but the benefit of Kelly over Jay is that Kelly is not being eternally chased by a force trying to kill her oh, constantly. Right. So well, that's why... I just figured she would pass it on. I, I thought we were just talking about the characters, not within the plot of the movie. But then also... Well, I mean, the characters... That's happened to the character in the movie. You gotta take... You gotta take everything with it. Okay. Everything that comes with the character. Okay. Well, not Paul because I he's nice and I would say him, but like every guy I've dated is like that and I need not that in my life. You know? Right. He needs something new. Um yeah. What about Greg? I wouldn't date Greg. Well, oh. I'm also I I don't think I would date a man in general, but putting that aside, just looking at the quality of his character, no thank you. Um well, Hmm. Let me look at some of the other girls because I haven't really focused on them. I'll get back to you. Yeah. Okay. So wrapping up the conversation about that beach scene, the the movie into like the action kind of stuff of it, really not a fan of. I think it kind of deflates this stuff because this would have 
the kind of same tension that we'd see earlier in the movie because she's stuck in this hospital bed. So it could be coming for her this whole time and she doesn't even know it or she does know it is coming for her right now. But we could be thinking like, oh, is it going to come like in the room right now any second? But after that action scene, I'm not really feeling that way. It just kind of deflates all the tension out of the movie. Greg is hot, though. Now she's staring at Greg. She's he's giving her the eyes. You know what's going to happen next. But I think he really does this to help. He knows he's helping. No, her. no way. I don't think he, he doesn't believe them. Why it. does he think? Why does he then? Why would he drive them out to the beach for no reason? Because they're he's their friends. And maybe he just want to maybe he just wants to play along. And I just I don't think there's any evidence to support that he doesn't believe them. He he acts like it all the time that he doesn't believe it. What like how? He just gives off that vibe the way that no, he. No, I think you're just interpreting this differently. No, than me. I don't know. Listen, DM us on Instagram and tell us. Do you think Greg is doing okay? Here's the thing: if he really he's believed not her, him. she knows that he's taking it from her. Right. Well, she's that's like, that's definitely why she's doing it. She just wants to pass it along. But I think he's like, oh, well, okay. I don't know. I guess I'll have sex if you want to have sex. Because if he really knows, he wouldn't do it. If he really thought that he was going to get chased and killed, he wouldn't do it. I guess. They don't really have... Are they like... I feel like if they were best friends, he would do it for her. Do they have any relationship outside of this? She says later on that... This comes in a later scene. But she says that it wasn't weird to have sex with him because they slept together when they were in high school. But I don't think they really had, like, a relationship or anything. Um, but, yeah. I guess the first time I saw this, I, for some reason, like like I said, I missed the beginning. I kind of thought he was, like, one of her best friends and, like, had feelings for her, and that's why he did it. I don't know. I think he's just kind of part of the group. I don't think wait, that they're... Wait, who, who are that? these people? I don't know who these... We're just seeing some kids. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why we're looking at this. I, is that Greg? I can't tell. That's what I thought, No, too. that is Greg. I think that... Yeah, that's definitely Greg. Usually, we don't see Greg in the daylight or from close-up. So, that close-up shot of Greg was kind of shocking. We usually see him from far away or in the darkness. But, yeah. So, now Greg is all up, like holding her hand and stuff and paul is looking and he's jealous because yeah. paul's got big feelings for her and paul in the paul, movie you could have like, stepped it up and take taken it from her then if you really wanted to show her that you could have done that right. well he he was like i don't know if this happened in the past or if this didn't happen yet but he was like uh well i could uh, take it away and she's like no paul <laughs> I wouldn't sleep with you, even if it prevented my impending she, death. She's she would die, <laughs> rather die than Before sleep with Paul. Before sleep with Paul. Sad. Paul is a simp. Sad to hear that from Paul. Yeah, you know, a thought that I had watching this: having sex to get rid of the entity following you. It's kind of like getting the vaccine for the coronavirus, in a way. Why? Because because you have all of this sex with the coronavirus. Um. Well, I was gonna say that it's like 
there's this constant looming fear that you have of something that could come for you at any moment, but then you just do this one thing, and then you don't even have to worry about it anymore. But and then you do have to worry about it still for her, because if it it could someone else, if the if I know what you mean, you know, I know what you if mean. If he dies, she is in danger again. He can come down the chain. Maybe it then it coming down the chain is like the equivalent of a new mutation of the coronavirus that you aren't Maybe. immune to. Then I don't know. It's not perfect, but what you said about having sex with the coronavirus—that's good too. Yeah. Uh yeah. It's those it's those little spikies. They get me. See, look I here. See that. Look at this. Greg does not believe it. They're like, she didn't make it up, and he's like, eh, well, we'll see sooner or later. He doesn't even oh, care. Okay. He's not worried. Something happened, but it's not what she thinks, okay? But I think he's probably yeah, you're right. And he's in denial now because he doesn't want it to be true. Because if it is, that means he's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Boo on Greg. I hope he dies. I know if he does or not, because I saw the movie before, but I'm obviously not going to say. not going to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen the movie before. But, uh, you know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. There are, I will say, there are a few moments that are slow. Okay, this may be a good but it time. it makes up for it with prettiness. Okay, continue. This may be a good time for the next trivia question. We've got three more. Oh no, what is it? Which character in the film do we never see their face clearly? Like all of her friends. Uh... It's someone who's not really in the movie. But you just kind of get little glimpses, but you Her never mom? really see them. Yes, their mom. You got it. Hell yeah. Jane Kelly's mom. But you do kind of see her because if you're very eagle-eyed, you'll notice at the very beginning of the movie when Jay is tied up in the wheelchair, the it, the monster, is taking the form of her mom. Is that the... Is that the thing going to get Greg? It sure looks like it. Either that or it's just a guy breaking into Greg's house. A man who is probably, let's be honest, probably the It Follows monster has broken a window in Greg's house. Ew, the way it just launched itself into that window. (laughs) And he launched himself into the window. Also, here's another thing that's kind of the ambiguous nature or the time frame of the movie. So she just had like a landline phone, right? Yeah, you're right. She just called him on a landline phone, but the voicemail just said, hi, you've reached Greg, as if it's like his personal cell phone. Like the house phone would not say, hi, you've reached Greg. Right. So it's like, what kind of phones do these people have? What's the clam phone? The clam phone. I think that's the key to all of this. Fuck this. I hate this part. Something about the clam phone. Oh, yeah. And this. um... Yeah, so now there's a woman in a nightgown knocking at Greg's door. Jay is pleading for Greg not to open the door. But Greg, being the Greg he is. Bitch, run. You can't save him. 
fucking run. She and... should have started running as soon as he didn't answer the phone. Sorry, but he's too stupid to be saved. And then she pees on him, right? Right. No, she like humps oh, him to death. She has sex with him. Oh. I, I, well, she's got her underwear still on. But I don't know. And in the... Okay, so he, so the it thing has taken the form of Greg's mom and has, like, had sex with him to death and killed him. And in the audio commentary, one of the critics said that that scene had some Oedipal subtext, which I don't know if I would say that that's subtext if it's literally a person having sex with their mom. I think that's just the text. Wait, that's his mom? Yeah, that was his mom. Because he opened the door. He's like, what the fuck, mom? Why did it... Why did it take the form of his mom? It just takes the forms of random things, you know? Like, it took the form of Jay's mom earlier. It did? Yeah, that was my trivia thing. When she was... When we just talked about this. At the very beginning, when she's tied up in the wheelchair. Oh, it's her mom? That was her mom. Oh, I didn't know that. So it can it can take people, it can look like people you know. I didn't know that at all. Yes, yes, they do say that in the movie. Why is she sleeping on the hood of her car? Um, I don't know. That's the least safe place to be if something's That's trying to get very you. Stupid. That doesn't make any sense. Why is she sleeping on the hood? Bitch, run! Go have sex with somebody. Yeah, I don't know. She's wasting a lot of time. She's back to square one. Oh, I'm going to stare at the clouds. Bitch, no. I would be on Tinder right now. Well, they, I don't think they have, find, they probably don't have do. Tinder. Well, you're right. But I would find some douchebag. I would just, like, find some guy who's, like, married and cheating or something. Or, like, some, like, investment banker on Wall Street. And that's who I would do it with. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it to anybody that you would want to get killed by the thing, because then it's just gonna come after you if it kills them. You know? No, but I, I'm not I don't necessarily want it to kill them. I just want it to like like I won't feel bad about it because they're bad people. Oh. If yeah. it's a bad person, I won't feel bad about okay, it. Okay. That's true. That's true. That's true. So now we're back on the beach again. She's walking on the beach. She sees some people in a boat. And, you know, what's going to happen? We don't know. I think it is, um, well, I don't know. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. I don't want to spoil anything what's going to happen. I always do this where I'm about to say something about what is just about to happen. But then I have to wait until it happens. She's taking off her clothes. She's standing on the rocky beach, taking off her clothes with her cast on. Oh, she thinks that she can get out to the boat that it won't be able to get her there. Or if she's just going to go have sex with them. Uh, I think it's supposed no, to be I think do. it's supposed to be ambiguous if she had sex with those guys or not. Cuz right now she's real wet and crying. She's driving in the car. It's later. Now she's back home. So Ooh, and the pool is now broken. No more water in the pool. Sad to see. Damn those chips. Eating chips, you know, they're all lying together. 
Yeah, less... Fewer good scenes in the second half of the movie. It kind of... It's slowing down a bit. Because the first half is really building that tension. But instead of releasing all the tension, the climax of the movie is halfway through the movie. And now, what's happening? Nothing. Yeah. You're right. You're so right. That that maybe I do kind of agree with. Is, who is it? Tarantino? With Quentin Tarantino. Ugh, I don't want to admit I agree with him on something. But I don't really. I do really like this movie. And I don't think it needs to be a masterpiece. I think it's just like a... That would have like made it worse. Like It's just like a quirky one that not everybody's seen but it's really interesting you know that's a lot of its charm for me yeah yeah i mean i still really like the movie i'm still happy to watch it three or four more times and yeah he says you want to have sex oh she says it's gonna be here sooner or later yeah here's here's what so i was talking didn't about have sex with it well, I mean, sooner or later, if it kills those guys. It could be off to kill those guys first, and then coming for her. So, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but if she did have sex with them, it wouldn't be so pertinent that she pass it on right now. I thought he'd be okay. Of course he wouldn't be okay. He doesn't even believe that it's real. He wasn't scared because he doesn't believe it's real. Of course Greg is going to die. Well, okay, she just said they slept together in high school and it wasn't a big deal, but it's obviously a much bigger deal here where he's going to die because of it if you're going to get killed because you did it. Oh, my God. The mama mia, these people, come on. So now Paul's trying to... Hey. Trying to get her to pass Sorry, my cat wants my candle okay well no be careful of that my airpods died oh can you hear me my airpods died bria's airpods died um so i don't know if she can hear me right now one of them oh she can hear me one of them let's write it out if they actually die i'll call you back on my computer but okay i hope they hold out we've only we got another 20 minutes of the movie nearing the end uh they're still just sitting in this room really paul's looking at some pictures on the mirror the scene's going on for quite a long time how about another trivia question two more david robert mitchell started writing the screenplay for this film in what year Answer. Answer. 2000. 2011. Oh. Which is a pretty, you know, reasonable time. You started right in 2011. It comes out in 2013. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's what I mean. That's why I guessed, like, a long time ago. Because I thought it was going to, like, be significant. Hey, we didn't say that this is a good trivia. It's just trivia. <laughs> Okay, um, the last question. Here we go. <gasps> oh, this, wait. Okay, this Bitch is good. Drive! 
There's just a naked guy standing oh. on the roof of his house. What's his name which... is taking over as man man of the of the car. He's behind the wheel now. Paul. What? Paul is like the new leader because I feel like it was kind of Greg. Before. Oh yeah, yeah. Paul's taking over. The uh, standing naked on the roof of your house, that is such a power move. Yeah. Hell I yeah. love that. That seems like the kind of thing that, like, conservatives would do to be like, yeah, come and take it, not in my house. Yeah, I'll stand How naked does... here. Who's going to stop me, the government? Thank you. That was my impression of conservative people. Last question in the trivia game. What color is used to foreshadow the upcoming appearance of the entity? What color is used? Yes. Every time? Um, I don't know about every time, but... Yellow. At least a few times. No, not yellow. We got some real good music right here. Let me just say, I can hear it through your headphones. You can? It's so good. How does it... Can you describe it to the listeners? Do, 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 do. Do, do. Do, 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 do. Like that, like the Harry Potter song? It's like a organ thing. Yeah. With like a lot of bass. The guy... The guy who wrote the music, Disaster Piece, he... Initially, had only written like video game music, and then David Robert Mitchell played this video game that he wrote the sense. music for, and then he asked him to do the movie, and he did. And it's that makes total sense. It sounds kind of like great. video game music. It's great music. Yeah. Now we're at the climax of the film, the big pool scene, where they're at the pool, and they've got a plan, right? They've got a very, they really have a plan. It's a very convoluted plan. It's like a Scooby-Doo plan. So did she sleep with those guys or not? Because she thinks it's coming after her. I don't know. I don't know. I never never really thought that she did. But on the commentary, they were like, oh, it's kind of ambiguous. Did she sleep with those guys? I was like, I don't know, maybe. But if she didn't, I don't know why else that scene would be in the movie. Why else would she... That's just confusing. That's kind of dumb. I think she must have, because otherwise, that's there's nothing of that otherwise, scene. she would have no idea how long it would be until it came after her. It could be, like, hours. It could be, like, years if they pass it on well, efficiently. Well, they did just see it naked on top of the roof. Yeah, but it wasn't... I thought that... Because the guy said that he sees it sometimes, you know? The guy who passed it to her, to her, he said that he would still see it sometimes. And it also wasn't walking towards her. It was just standing Well, there. I think that so was just what... saying that he was able to see it. Like, if oh, it was... Oh, I thought he... Got it. I thought he was saying he, like, still sees it around. Just no. checking in. But also, it does not make a lot of sense that it was standing still on the top of the roof because the whole thing is that it keeps walking. walking towards you. And why would yeah. it be on the roof? It walks towards you. How would it... Why would it go on the roof? That's... There's... if Unless it was coming out of the sky, going to the roof would not be getting it closer to its target. Yeah. But it's a striking image. So, you know, you gotta... You gotta take take the wins with the losses. Wait, 
listen and see if you can hear my cats grooming each other. I don't know. Can you hear it? We'll see. Oh, I'll try to pump we'll up. Find out. I'll try to pump up that part. See if we can hear it. Um. Yeah. So now their whole plan is that they're at the pool and they have a lot of electrical things plugged in around the pool, and Jay is in the pool. So when that the thing goes into the pool to get her, they throw the electrical things in the pool and shock it to death. But it's also going to shock her. Well, I think she would. Ha- yeah, she would have to get out of the pool first. It's not a very good plan. Also, um, that's a big pool, and surely testing. What? Okay, that, you... sorry, that was weird. What happened? I don't know. I thought there was something wrong with my interface, but we're good. All right, well there we go. Surely those measly electronics would not be enough to shock this whole pool. I'm guessing. It's just like some like lamps and stuff. Oh my god, there's the clam phone again. The clam phone, we can never escape it. And there's, you know, I think that's actually a good prop. Because really, the only time we see the screen is that one time, that first time we see it. Other than that, they could just be using like a like clam, like little mirror thing. But we think in our minds that it's a phone with a touchscreen and stuff. They only need to do one visual effects shot for it, but then use it for the whole movie. So that's cool. This shot, the reflection. Yeah. Got some nice underwater cinematography. It looks like she looks like a monster with four arms because of the reflections of the water. And now we, like the characters, we simply wait. Oh, it's there. It's there. It's here with us. Okay. We can't see it this time. Yeah, we can't see it now. They're asking Jay what it looks like, and Jay says... I don't want to say what it looks like. Which is, you know, very interesting because if you see, I think we're about to see what it looks like. Okay, she says it's just standing there staring at her. I thought it always moves towards them, you know? What's the deal with this? This is another thing Tarantino was talking about, how it doesn't totally stick to the rules. I thought it's just supposed to always walk towards them. Why would it not just stay there? Okay, so yeah, the thing threw one of the electric things in the pool, and it did not electrocute her. So their plan went out of work anyways, but now she's just getting all these TVs and lamps and stuff thrown at her into the pool. This is horrible. When I first saw this movie, I thought this was kind of a ripoff of the final scene in the movie Let Let the Right One In. But I think it was just that both of those scenes had pools in them. And do not really share many other similarities. This wasn't a very good idea. Okay, Why so, didn't you want to say what it looks like? So now, okay, so now we see what it looks like. And when I first, when I was watching this, I was like, she doesn't want to say that it looks like a guy in a white t-shirt. Like, it just looks like a guy in his underwear. But then, you know, I'll admit, I also learned this from the audio commentary. They said that that is her father. But there's no way to know oh. that. I don't. 
there's they're like oh you see a picture of the father in the house somewhere but there's no way anyone would ever see that and just know that okay also paul okay so paul is trying to shoot the thing which he cannot see but he's pointing the gun at the friends and he just shot yara you gotta shoot from a different angle paul paul is not it he's not really helping right now paul is getting her out of the water Paul is, like, shooting his friends. And shooting it isn't gonna help it. Slow no. down. I guess not. I don't know. Or you'd think it wouldn't. Oh, so they put a sheet over it. We can see it now. And Paul just shot it point blank in the head. Surprise, he didn't also, like, execute... No, get the fuck out, bitch! Yara oh, my someone. God. I'm freaking out, okay, Carl. I can't. It fell in the water with Jay. Fuck. And now Jay's getting dragged under the water. We got some great music. Yeah. That kind of music. And now this, I cannot believe. Paul is lit shooting just into the water at Jay. He doesn't see anything. He's shooting it at would her. Be, it would be way more efficient just to, like, jump in and help her break free of it yeah because it's not gonna hurt him or at the very least shoot from an angle that does not put your friend jay in between (laughs) the monster and the bullet that you are firing from your gun that you have oh my god they gotta take the gun away from paul he does not know how to use a gun and it could be a thing you're like oh like they're they're kids you know whatever but you know they're like in college they should have some in some kind of intelligence but you know it's still a pretty good scene it's so why are they not getting the fuck out now why are they not running away well now she's like crawling back towards the water and looking inside of it and it looks like a (laughs) excuse me that was just a yawn um yeah i mean we got some nice looking photography here some nice shots of the water and there's like a lot of blood in the water which is like i guess that's the it blood so does that mean that it's like actually dead so you just shoot it in the head but no, why do they think they can kill it that way all of a sudden? The what? Why do yeah. they think they can kill it by shooting it all of a sudden? They know they can't. I don't know. So I now don't know. he's I mean, going to take it from her? I guess. I don't know. I mean, I think Good it's sport. I think it's just dead, right? I think we're supposed to believe that it's dead because there's a whole bunch of blood. So they're probably just having sex oh for having God, sex. Did you hear that? Yeah, those cars. Yes, all the time. I don't know why everybody on the street is just honking all the time. I don't live on a busy street. There's like nobody here ever. So I don't know where it's coming from. People be honking. They're trying to, maybe they see the It Follows monster and try to, trying to alert the pedestrians. Yeah. I don't really know why they're having, okay, now Jay is having sex with Paul. I don't really know why. I think to take because it, he's taking I, it away from her because she said, are you sure? Or are we, but didn't they kill it? 
No, I think they just know that they slowed it down. I think they know they can't kill it like that. Okay. This, okay, I think this should be the last, I think it should cut to black right now. Movie over. So they were having sex and the camera tracked up and we're looking out the window into the emptiness, that negative space that was so great in the beginning and it leads you to imply maybe it's out there, maybe it's not, but you always have this sense of, I don't know, maybe it is there. You're right. But we keep going and... I think everything that happens now to the end of the movie doesn't really do anything. I think we just could have ended it right there. It's kind of, I don't know, overstaying his welcome a little bit. It's not just talking. She says that she doesn't feel any different, which I don't know why they would. Because, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, that window shot, it gave us all the info that we need, but now they're just going to kind of force feed it to us to like what, like make sure we understand that maybe there's something out there, but maybe it's not. She's a cute bandaid. Well, now Paul needs to be focusing on getting laid by again. And here, here we go. Right. See, he's smart. This is what everybody should have done immediately. Hire a prostitute? Yes. I mean, I'm not saying give it, like, sex workers or people, you know? Like, they shouldn't have to deal with that either. But, like... Yeah. They can tell them and have them pass it along, too. Like, if everybody just keeps passing it along, they can keep it... Yeah, if you give it to a prostitute, they're not going to have it for very long. They'll just give it to someone else right away. Exactly. And they'll probably give it to someone who's going to go see another prostitute, prostitute, and that prostitute will get it, and that prostitute will pass it on to someone else. That's probably the third best option after, obviously, A, have sex with a rabbit, or B, go to, like, a swingers party or something. Actually, no. A prostitute is better than the swingers party. You think? I just think, like, I don't know. Sex workers have probably seen a lot of shit, you know? I feel like mm-hmm. <laughs> there are strong people that can handle it. Yeah. Oh, so I right... feel like if you tell them there's this crazy STD, like, they'll probably take you seriously. Yeah. So right now, Yara is in a hospital bed reading from her clamshell a um, excerpt. She's the only one who has one. It doesn't make sense. From the book, The Idiot, which she was reading before, and you talk about what it's like to die, but it really reminds me a lot of this one TikTok I saw of this guy who's like, Here's what it actually feels like to die. First, you will lose all senses and emotions. And I just think it's very funny the way he talks and he's like yells about what it's like when you die. This is a good ending, though. I like it. I don't think it's a good ending. I think here we get this, all the same information from that window shot, but a little bit more. Yeah, it's right. but more direct. It's more on the nose. It's like... it. You know, any of these people could be it. And yeah. Like, and also, when we're showing the shot of them yeah. walking, and it was like, you were seeing it from the, from like in front of them, you could see someone walking like kind of far behind them. And it's kind of like, oh, is that, mm-hmm. is that it? But I don't know. I think it should have ended at the window. Everything else is kind of, we don't really need. 
So there you go. Oh, wait. Did we ever say what color was used to foreshadow the upcoming appearance of the entity? Uh, blue? Red or pink? Really? Like her okay. pink underwear in that right, scene. Right, the, the red headlights. Red headlights, of the, yes. Or taillights of the car. There we go. Well, hell yeah. That was good. I give it a... You go first. I feel like I give every movie the same rating. I feel like I give every movie like a comments. But I can't... Um, I have to stay true to myself. I think I think that's what it deserves. I think it's really good. But there's some things that are kind of not so good about it. That could have been better. Um... But yeah, I give it I give it eight out of ten overwhelmingly tall men. Wow, it's a good rating. All right, there you have it. It follows. Um, another thing I wanted to say, I hope they never make a sequel to this because I think it would suck. They try to get further into like the mythology of what this thing is. I think it would ruin it. Okay, the tall guy is credited in the credits as Mister Height. Played by Ellen no, Barda. That's somebody's last name. There was a Mrs. Height too. Oh, was there? Yeah. Oh, I did. Okay, I did not. I thought <laughs> they called so the tall funny. guy Mr. Height. <laughs> dead. Wow. Okay. Well, never mind. Don't listen to anything that I say. <laughs> Mr. Height. <laughs> Who was Mrs. Height? I don't. It's like it's like Annie's the girl at the beginning. Her like. Oh, I totally missed that. I don't know. Okay, well, there you go. There you go. It follows. Thanks, guys. Leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, please. We're doing what? Rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, I'm telling. Do that, please. And listen to us on WNYU 89.1 FM. Um... On every other Wednesdays for a while, um, there's a couple variations on that, but we'll let you know when it's happening. Follow the Instagram page, and we'll let you know when it's happening. So you can tune in and tune up and tune out. Not tune out. Tune in. Don't tune out, please. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. There we go. Next week, we're coming at you with another movie. Not going to say what it is, because we don't know. All right. Bye. We'll see. All right. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.